in Canada, abortion is decriminalized, but it's not enshrined into law. And some experts say that we can expect a surge of women from America seeking abortions coming here. Uh, and that might lead to an increase in wait times here, maybe even shortages of abortion pills. Melanie Jolie is Canada's Minister of Foreign Affairs, and she had this to say about the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. Today is a dark day. It's a dark day for women in the United States and around the world. It's a setback, it's a reversal of hard-fought gains by generations of women. And this decision will put women lives at risk. And it has a domino effect on other rights. But the message that we're conveying also today is that your voice matters. Your voice, your vote matters. And no country in the world, including Canada, is immune to what's going on in the United States. And we already know that even last year, the Conservatives voted in favor of reopening the debate on abortion in Canada. And right now, as the Conservative leadership race is happening, candidates are shopping for anti-abortion votes. And so we as a government will continue to stand up for women's rights because it's the right thing to do, because we need to. And of course, we'll work across the government to make sure that women across the country and around the world have access to reproductive and sexual services. health and sexual reproductive sorry sorry for that Um, that's our goal that was Melanie Jolie talking about the overturning of Roe v. Wade. And now we're going to turn to Candace Johnson. She's a professor of political science at the University of Guelph. She's written an article on this topic for the conversation. Thanks for giving us some of your time this morning, Candace. Happy to do it. Candace, access to healthcare was already a challenge uh, for many Americans, and now a lot of organizations there are problem-solving about how to help those needing safe abortions down the road, how to help them get them. Do you think they're going to head to Canada? I think some of them will. That will be one of the choices that American women are going to have. They will be able to go to states that continue to provide abortion, and I think they're waiting to see exactly which states are going to implement bans, which states will allow abortion up to a certain number of weeks um, so that uh, women will be able to go to other states. They'll be able to go across the border to Mexico. And some of those women definitely will be coming to Canada. But not everyone can afford to travel across borders. And I'm thinking about, you know, for students, uh, women in their late teens or or 20s, poor women, uh, those with children already, it's never convenient or easy to travel for a few days. Why would we expect them to cross the border to make that happen? Yeah, you're absolutely right. Not all American women are going to be able to cross the border. We know that fewer than 40% of American women or Americans even have passports, and a passport is required to cross a border in right. can- into Canada. Um, it's more costly, it's more difficult. So there are going to be a lot of trade-offs. And I think that right now, the situation, with the situation the way it is, there are more unknowns than, than known. So it'll be more difficult for those reasons, but there will be some advantages as well. There are concerns about 
surveillance. So some states are saying that um, they are going to restrict cross-border travel sort of, sort of uh, from one state to the next for women. So for those women who are concerned about the surveillance of their state and being penalized for going from one state to the next to the extent that states can monitor that sort of thing, um, crossing the border into Canada might become a viable option for those women. Canada is also known for having excellent health care, um, and so that might be a draw as well for women who live close to the Canadian border. Yeah, you mentioned in your article that you published in Conversation that the Prime Minister Justin Trudeau has has promised Canada will permit entry to women needing access to abortions. What might border services say or do, though, to offer that passage? I'm thinking here about privacy concerns. That, again, is another unknown. So now... Um, People can come into Canada for all kinds of reasons, for uh, a vacation, for other kinds of health services. So I, I don't know that that women would have to declare that they're coming in for, for an abortion. Um, but there would certainly be some kind of imminent uh, reason or some pressure for women coming in that they wouldn't want to be turned away. And I think that that is the message that's being sent when the Trudeau government says that it's got Canadian Border Services is going to be told that that women are allowed to come in for that reason, that, that they won't be turned away, um, that if somebody says that they're coming in for an abortion, that they're going to be um, guaranteed entry. So I don't know... Uh, who is going to feel comfortable revealing this, How that, what that is going to look like. So I think that right now there are a lot of big promises that are being made um, and maybe not a lot of thought given to exactly how this is going to work on the ground, what providers, abortion providers are going to need in clinics that are already overstretched. Um, and uh, maybe in the days and weeks and months and years to come, uh, more is going to be revealed about what this is going to look like on the Canadian side of the border and what it's going to look like for American women who have lost their rights. You also mentioned in your article the potential for people to head from the States over to Mexico to cross that border. Why might somebody choose Mexico, say, for example, over Canada? Well, Mexico is an easier option for women living close to that border because there is a pattern of familiarity with this option. So people um, who live in the Rio Grande region of Texas, for example, cross on a regular border for other services. So a lot of Americans don't have health care insurance. They don't, there's no public health care system. So they cross over for medical, cheaper medical services, for dental services, for pharmaceuticals, for, for cheaper drugs. Um, for all kinds of different things. So it's a familiar pattern. Um, there's no passport that's required. It's easier to to cross over for, for the day. Um, uh, medical abortion, so abortion that can be done not by surgery, but through um, a drug combination, that is really easy to procure in Mexico. There are so it's it's easier for um, those reasons that the the medical abortion can be done with uh, 
the the medication can be just given over the counter in most places in Mexico. Some in some places in Mexico, that uh, medication is given out for free, according to some reports. Um, so those are the benefits of going to Mexico. There are some drawbacks as well. Um, the, there's not as much oversight. Uh, some, sometimes one of those drugs in the two-drug combination is easier to get than the other. And so women get the first drug but not the second, which makes the abortion um, drug combination less effective. Um, so the, the, there are advantages and disadvantages of going to Mexico. Okay, you mentioned also then there might not be as much oversight, but if someone's going to Mexico for more efficient, for efficiency because it's easier, um, I see that, but then is it even safe? Like what about follow-up? Well, that's definitely a concern. So some of the providers who do work on the American side of the border in places like Texas, where there is a ban that's scheduled to go into effect, they're very concerned that uh, women are going to be putting their health at risk by having incomplete abortions, not having follow-up care, so potentially hemorrhaging and and so on, and not being able to get proper care um, because there won't be oversight. So going to Mexico is riskier but it provides uh, an ease, an easier option, um, more anonymity, uh, and so on. So women now are going to be asked to make all of these kinds of calculations and trade-offs because having abortion within the United States for a lot of for a lot of American women just has just become much more complicated. Candace Johnson, thanks for being with us this morning, giving us your time on a Sunday. Thank you.